0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Elenco Animal Health and Kelly's Finance. Hello, I'm Kerry Lunigan. Welcome to The Weekly Grill. And today, something a little different. I'll be speaking with people responsible for a couple of recent inventions, both of which have been outstanding contributors to better management and efficiency in the beef industry supply chain. First up today, it's about water and its efficient use. The invention is called FarmBot, and briefly the description would say it's a remote water monitoring system. Welcome to one of the people responsible for FarmBot, uh, Craig Hendricks. He's the company's Chief Operating Officer. Craig, welcome. You're, You're on the grill.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Greg, let's uh, sort this out from the start. You and uh, Andrew Coppen had this FarmBot idea, or you had the idea, and then you meet, met Andrew. Do you recall the first discussion with Andrew about what you could do with FarmBot?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so basically, Andrew had uh, become interested in, in, in the startup I'd created, which was all about remote monitoring, primarily for water and other things, potential expenses and um, uh, soil moisture. And he was interested to, uh, in in basically how we'd gone about it, uh, but but believed that he could he could help with his background in marketing and finance and the like and uh, so we just started discussing things and over over uh, the last couple of months of two thousand and fourteen he became more and more involved uh, with, with the business. And, um, you know, we, we developed a relationship and, you know, started putting together FarmBot as we, you know, the beginning, beginnings of it, as we, from what yes. we see today. Uh,
0: it was more like the uh, city meets the bush because you had a long career in IT and uh, and Andrew, of course, is a, a bush rooster. Did it come out of uh, just an idea or come out of a need that you could see?
1: Where it came from is I, I, um, I've always had a, a love of, farms and all, all things farms. And in 2000, I actually bought a block of land halfway between Bass and Snowbron, uh, that's O'Connell, on the river there, with the intention of growing truffles, olives, and having some cattle. And very quickly, it became, obvious so I'd get up there on an early Saturday afternoon after the kids had done their um, bought and all that, and I'd find things would not be working. The irrigation would have stopped working. Something's broken, et cetera. So I had a personal need that you know, that 200 kilometres away from where I lived, I had technology, I had pumps, I had everything and they may or may not be working and not knowing until I turned up was a disaster. I needed to know all the time what was going on. Okay, we'll get to what uh,
0: this actually does, what FarmBot actually does in a moment. But first, can sure. you give our listeners a word picture of what the device, uh, the FarmBot actually looks like? Let's start with... Uh uh, the weight and shape of it.
1: So the farmbot device is something that is simply and easily posted anywhere in Australia or around the world, for that matter. It's a, it's a device that is probably 40 centimeters by about 30 centimeters. It sits up on an angle with a solar panel at the bottom of it, and a sort of a like a, a round cylinder at the top, which contains all the technology, uh, the technol, uh, the batteries, the the um uh, the, the antennas, and all that sort of stuff. It's got a couple of thirty feet, which can be mounted on most things, tank tops, a whole range of things, really. Uh, although farmers are always very sort of very nimble at sort of welding up little brackets if they need to put it on uh, some unusual uh, location. Yes, they um, are. And it they weighs are about they? three, or four kilograms.
0: Three or four kgs? Is that all? Yes. What What do the uh, What do the electronics actually do and measure?
1: Okay, so the, the electronics comes in, in two, two layers, effectively. They're about, let's say, 120 by 90 millimetres. That's like, you know, imagine three to four inches. And on that is, is quite a high-powered computer, similar sort of chip technology that's in your mobile phone, but a very, very low power version of that. And it basically can manage all the plugs and ports. The Farmbot monitor can support five, well, it's got actually effectively six wired ports that can have a whole range of different sensors plugged into it. And when you plug it in, uh, that electronics in there automatically detects if it's a water level sensor, a pressure sensor, a rain gauge, a flow sensor, automatically detects that and then works out what to do, how often to, to send the data back to our servers so that you can view the, your information on your phone or your PC. And um, it, we then have a little radio module. So we, we, we put this out in uh, a, a cellular Option and also a satellite option, depending where people are, because obviously satellite is a more expensive communication mechanism than cellular. Uh, you know, we we provide the two options. So these two things sit a, a little sandwich inside the device, along with the battery and all the wiring, and just run quietly and relentlessly. Well, I've watched a video on your farm bot website.
0: A bloke carrying the device up a ladder onto a large water tank. I think it looks like it's over in Western
1: Australia somewhere,
0: and he's uh, a yeah. Attached it, ready to go in a few minutes, and it's, it's solar powered
1: yes, these things can you know just run run without any maintenance for many years and um, you'd really just screw it down, drop the probe in the tank if you're looking at the water level option, click the switch on, and everything should just run um, you know we we've got we focus very much on customer service, so any queries you know you can call. Our numbers and, and our staff can provide information, but really we've designed this to be as low maintenance and require as little, I suppose, help as necessary, but help is always on hand. You know, we, we pride ourselves with our support.
0: So it uh, measures uh, measures anything to do with the water, Is there is a leak in the tank or uh, anything like that, I guess. It, it, does it measure uh, drinking patterns at all? Or-
1: Well, effectively it does. One of the things that's special about uh, the FarmBot technology is that it's constantly monitoring. It's not one of these systems that wake up every six hours, take a reading and send it and go back to sleep. It actually constantly monitors and sends the data when there's any uh, measurable changes. So when you look at at the graph on your FarmBot app, on your phone or your PC, you see the real pattern of what's going on in the tank. So you can see... If, if your pump is cycling you know, excessively and probably overflowing and off and on, off and on, that's not good for pumps. You can see when the, water, the animals hit the tank, you know, within, five, within a few minutes of an actual event happening in the, in the field, you will see it on, on the FarmBot app. And we have alerts, high-level, low-level alerts. If, if all of a sudden the water level starts falling excessively, uh, you will get an alert uh, on, your, on, your, on your phone. SMS etc and email to say something is happening you need to look at it so you look at your graph and make a decision oh that's all right you know I've got a lot more cattle in there that today is they just drinking faster in the morning or oh my god I've got a problem I'm going to get out of there. yes and so,
0: in previous to farm but of course there'd be dozens of watering spots around a big property in the up in the Kimberley somewhere in northern Australia, and it will be a non-stop inspection tour of all these water spots to make sure they're working.
1: Well, that's right. I mean, the cost of water inspections and the cost of loss of animals is, if you, you miss uh, an a inspection for whatever reason is, is enormous. So, you know, we say uh, you, the, the FarmBot uh, Monitor pays for itself utterly, well in under 12 months. And from that point on, it's a 10 times return on investment. You know, the cost of operation of it is a fraction of the savings.
0: Look, obviously a success by any measure. How about uh, exports? I should imagine there'd be cattle countries, the US, Brazil, Argentina would be very, very interesting. Well, yes, we, we, we do get
1: our, our interest from overseas. We're, you know, we're, you know, we're relatively small companies. So we're focusing at the moment on expanding into the US. In fact, the end of next week, I'm flying over there to meet Andrew, and we're touring quite a few properties in places like Arizona, New Mexico, te- um, Texas, California to talk about it, to install some um, machine control setups over there, which is a new, new product we're in the process of releasing. Uh, and, you know, they have a great interest. They, you know, we, I think we've, we've sold well over a hundred. In, in America already. I mean, it's early days for us, but we're, we're feeling the market and the differences. You know, Americans very similar to Australia and subtly very different as well, and same with American farming. There's a, a whole range of differences, there. and, we, you know, we're going in carefully, and we're not just making the assumptions that everything's the same. So, you know, we're, we're ramping up at the moment, and we'll actually be doing limited manufacturing over there as well.
0: Greg, just a quick couple of quick questions. Is this uh, suitable? I know it looks terrific for those uh, big uh, properties up in the north, those big cattle stations. Uh, could you put into smaller properties on the coast, the uh, smaller grazing properties and the even farming properties?
1: Well, in fact, a lot of our early customers were more coastal. You know, we've got them in every state. We've got them in Tasmania. We have customers that are actually running intensive horticulture, and they want have them on their main dams. We have dam variations. some large mines use them for um uh, monitoring their tailing ponds and things like that. so you know it it is a very dynamic thing and because it's cost effective it's it's, it's almost like a consumer electronics. We've tried to make it that easy for an end user to use. Yeah, you know, it, it works very well on on the smaller farms and for absentee farmers, it's it's absolute boom because you know, like in my case, my farm was 200 kilometres away, so anything needed to be done it was 200 kilometres away, and yeah. you know, it gives you the eyes and the ears. Uh, Craig,
0: I understand you're adapting the technology to include a monitor in diesel fuel tanks, which can be a bit of a target for thieves in absent uh, with absentee landlords on farms.
1: Yes, it's um, something our, our customers uh, have asked for and we always try to you know, respond to their needs because you're more likely to end up with a product that people want. And uh, so it'll tell you how much diesel in the tank. Um, if there's any changes in levels, it'll update your app very quickly and um, it tells you the volume as well. And so you, you, know, you know when you're running out, you know when somebody's taking diesel. So you could, be, you, could,
0: you could be in the city somewhere and your, your phone will ping you know, someone's at your diesel tank on your property 500 clicks away.
1: That's, that's right. And that, that, that's exactly right. So um, uh, that's – and it's important. That gets back to the key uh, technology where, you know, ours is always monitoring. It'll let you know what's going on. It doesn't wake you up six hours later that something happened and, 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 and the thief is long gone. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's as near to real time as you can in the bush. Yeah.
0: Craig Hendricks from FarmBot, congratulations. All the very, very best with this wonderful innovation.
1: Thank you very much. I really appreciate your
0: time and your interest. We'll be back in a moment with another Aussie invention making the beef industry more efficient and hopefully more financially successful.
1: Akatak Duo Duostar from Alanco provides knockdown and residual control of cattle ticks and ivermectin sensitive parasites. Applied early in the season, Akatak Duo Duostar reduces the build up of the tick population and helps to prolong the life of effective chemistry. Give ticks and worms the flick with Akatak Duo Duostar. Always read and follow the label directions and ensure good agricultural practice for optimal parasite control.
0: Established since 1988, Kelly's Finance Group have the finance solutions when it comes to agribusiness lending, from property loans and livestock funding to machinery and vehicle finance. They are the experts in arranging finance on behalf of their clients that not only ensures market leading interest rates, but more importantly financing that is suited to your agricultural operations, not your lender's bottom line or their preferred security position. With access to an array of specialist and traditional finance providers, there's no job too big or too small for the Kelly's Finance Group team. Contact Kelly's Finance Group today for an independent and confidential discussion on how we can add value to your business moving forward. Welcome back. You're on Beef Central's podcast series on the grill. and A special welcome to the creator of another wonderful Australian invention, which improves the efficiency of how we handle livestock. Joining me on the grill for Beef Central from Armidale in northern New South Wales is the inventor of OptiWay, Bill Mitchell. Welcome.
2: Hey, you, Kerry. Pleasure to be here.
0: Now, you're an old bush rooster. D- tell, give us briefly your background.
2: Uh, yeah, look, I'm a farm I'm a boy. I grew up around here. Um, I spent a bit of time away, worked, worked in the wool trade, actually, and... Um, most of my professional life, um, came back to the came back to the family farm and and then turned it into a from a, a sheep operation into a beef operation.
0: So OptiWay, obviously about weighing livestock, um, but this system is remarkably different. Tell our listeners what it is and what essentially it does.
2: It, it's a, it's a, basically an automatic system for weighing cattle, carrying in, um, in the paddock, in the paddock. Yep. So so to be able to monitor. To get that information, a bit like the dairy farmers get every day with the milk, they know what's going on with their animals because they know how much milk that's produced and, and and with the Optiway, we can put it out in the paddock and, and know each day how the weights of the animals compared to yesterday and last week and, and whether they're going in the right direction or not.
0: So the Optiway system, which can I say looks a bit like a portaloo on wheels, it's kept in the shed, uh, I guess, and then taken out Via a quad bike or a tractor to where you want to want to monitor cattle in a particular paddock.
2: Yeah, it is, Kerry. It, it's a bit like half a cattle crush, so it's it, it's just got the front half of it, and there's a there's a lift tub in there. It's it's actually designed to be able to stay out in the paddock all year round. Um, it's got its own power and solar power and battery, and and live out in the in the paddock with the cattle, and then just be able to be. We moved from mob to mob and paddock to paddock as to where it's needed. So the, Which animals you want to get a weight
0: on? Yeah, so the way is um, you put it in a paddock at your prescribed spot, I guess. Uh, it's unhitched. The back door is, uh, is open. A ramp is dropped and it's clearly an opening suggesting cattle should take a step or two up the ramp, poke their head to the other side of the apparatus. Uh, you've got something to attract the cattle there up the ramp and put two feet on what I assume is the weighing pad in just even inside the apparatus.
2: Yeah, that's it, Kerry. So, yep, a, a, a spot for a, a lick tub, put something in there tastier that the, the cattle want to get at, and, and what we found was that they'd happily, uh, they'd happily put two feet on a platform to get at a, a lick or something, but, but we couldn't get them to put all four feet on a platform voluntarily, and, and the system had to be... To be voluntary, so that you didn't need to fence it off and, and actually force the cattle to access it.
0: So you get a, You've got a, a lick block at the back of the apparatus, and they uh, smell it or look, see it and go up there and have a few licks and back out. Do they or what?
2: Yeah, yeah, they just back out. So, so it's as I say, it's a bit like it's a bit like half a cattle crush, right. and um, they just put their their front feet in and and head in, and then. Have a lick of the block, get their tag read, weight taken, and and then they back out, and someone else has a go.
0: So the pad is obviously the weighing apparatus. How do you weigh a beast with only the front legs on the weigh pad? I assume that it's an algorithm with you which you've worked out and has proven as satisfactory.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. I, I suppose that was our light bulb moment with with OptiWay. We, I, I played around with it at home, and and I sort of just just out of curiosity wondered what the relationship between the front feet and the whole body weight was like and and I just found that it was was really good and I I didn't believe didn't believe it for years but I just the more I tested it and the more trial work I did the better it seemed to be
0: So you have the Optiway in the paddock um, with how many cattle in the particular paddock or what's the optimum size of the paddock for example
2: Well it's a look it's a it's a sample of the mob Kerry so what we find is that typically sort of 20 to 40 or 50 different animals a day will access it and really if if you're um, comfortable with just having a sample of the mob it, it really means you can mob monitor any size mob of cattle because in most situations you'll get a, enough animals over it to have a good understanding of the the mob average weight and how it's moving day to day but but it's not a it, it's not a tool that's going to, going to weigh every animal in a mob unless you've only got forty or fifty animals in the mob.
0: Is it suitable for the those big properties up north as well as the smaller properties on the coast and in in the south?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So we've we've got units everywhere from Kurnai to King Island, um, and yeah, there's there's OptiWay units in paddocks the size of Scotland with about ten thousand cattle in there, and <laughs> and it's doing cool. a great job of. Of telling the owners how those cattle are, how those cattle are performing day to day and week to week.
0: So, do you put more than one optiway in that size rock or, or uh, just the one was
2: is appropriate? Uh, there's there's a bit of a mix. So, um, yeah, so in some situations they've got a couple of optiways at different water points, but, but there's also you, you, you can do it with one. And the interesting thing is to see whether or not there's a, there's a different weight in the animals at the different water points, and quite often there isn't.
0: And and I guess that would tell you that might might be something with the watering point as well. But is the the information is it recorded and sent immediately, or do you get it when you visit the optiway?
2: No, no. It's, so every every unit's actually connected by satellite now. Okay. So we, yeah. We um we spent a lot of time trying to work out how to how to get them connected because people said a little bit of feedback early on was that people said oh, I don't want it connected, but once they had one, uh, invariably. Going to the unit to get the data just, it wasn't practical and so much easier if it was connected. Um, and after a lot of trial and error, we found a, we found a really cool satellite system based out of the US, but the cost of it's the same as a SIM card for a mobile phone. So now the information just turns up on, on a mobile app, usually within sort of one to four hours of the animal being weighed.
0: Or, on, or onto your PC, perhaps?
2: Or onto your PC, so, yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: Isn't, t- isn't modern technology wonderful? How much labour it's saving you these days?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, we, it, and that was the whole genesis at home. We were spending too much time disturbing the animals and taking them the yards just to weigh them and find out when they were going to be ready and when they should be booked in, and it was unnecessary.
0: I, I assume your yard weighing
2: would be cut back considerably. Oh, yes. Yeah, now we've got grass growing in the yard. Now we've never got a chance to before.
0: Right. And mustering, I also assume that you muster less and which uh, uh, must be good for the stress of the cattle?
2: Well, it is. And, and, and actually, interestingly, once you, once you start weighing them in the paddock and seeing what happens to the weight when you disturb them, you, you start to understand just how much weight you can actually run off them by getting them into the yard.
0: Yes, the, well, uh, th- that's what I mean. If they're stationary, just moseying up to the, the back of the OptiWay, they're not using any energy. And they're not shedding any weight, are they? But if you have to muster cattle several kilometres up to a yard, that's going to take the weight out of them as quick as look at them.
2: Oh, yeah, it sure does. And, and, and it impacts them for some time. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's go back to the genesis of it. Was it bred out of... A need or just a bright idea?
2: Oh, it was a, it was a need, really. Um, I was really interested in you know, how we could get more information about the weights in the in the paddock and learn more about what weight gain we were getting from different grasses and different different nutrition and things. But then it was it was a bit of frustration, really, thinking, okay, there's got to be a solution to this, and and um, and then it was just a it was just a light bulb moment. It was actually really sitting in a paddock with a mob of cattle, and they were standing around the Toyota, licking it and things. And I thought, do you feel if you put if you put a platform in the paddock with something around it that they wanted to lick, they'd probably stand on it.
0: And and that's, and of course the, the the light bulb moment has led to Optiway. You've got hundreds, if not thousands, of units operating in Australia. What about uh, the potential for exports? Is there interest overseas?
2: Yeah, there is, Kerry. Yeah, there is. We've we've got about 320 units around Australia, three in New Zealand, one in North America and three on their way to South America. So there's certainly some interest there. And, and, yeah, look, we're um, we're only a small company and and just trying to manage our growth logically, but but we're keen to have a go at export, yeah.
0: And the technology or the... Apparatus, the Optiway is built all in Australia. The technology is created here. I don't know whether it's built here, but certainly the whole apparatus is Australian-made.
2: Yeah, you no, know, we're pretty keen on that side of it, and and all all pretty regional too. So we're we're in Armidale. Our steel works done in Gyra, um, Gyra and Warwick. Actually, our electronics are done in Toowoomba, and we assemble everything here in Armidale. So we're we're pretty. It, it's a nice part about it being up. A, support a bit of local manufacturing and local jobs.
0: Australian farming and grazing bill is littered with examples of great inventions, which many of which are spread around the world. Did you get much financial help from any government department to assist you in this invention?
2: No, we didn't really. Carry, um I reckon the the best thing about Australian farming is that is that we've got farmers who are so keen on new ideas and prepared to have a go, and what we actually found was that we didn 't need to go and find external help because because we found customers who were who were prepared to have a go and that 's what got us started and and that was a much better way to get started than than with a pot of money from someone else to i 'm
0: I'm, I'm surprised at how little taxpayers money goes into helping People research ag inventions, though. I just think it's appalling that uh, we don't uh, hold the ag inventions in much higher regard.
2: Yeah, and, and look, I, I think that's right. Then there's work going on with the, the Oz Agritech Association at the moment to try and address that. But, but I still feel that um, yeah, nothing beats real life customers, and I, I guess we were just lucky that we had a solution that that um, tickled a few people's fancies and. And they were the ones who really helped us get this thing on the road.
0: Great to talk, Bill Mitchell, uh, inventor for, and creator of Optiway. Congratulations! They say necessity is the mother of invention, but my view is imagination is the mother of invention. And both Optiway and the one we've been talking about earlier, uh, Bill Farmbot, have as their basis good old Aussie imaginations. Thank you for listening, Kerry Lonigan. Signing off from Beef Central. I'll be back next week with more on the grill. Goodbye for now.